it's really interesting to see how it's evolved. Mm. You know, it started with those platforms. We moved on to say MySpace. Oh, MySpace with the music. Having a top eight <laughs> friends list is so savage. Can I say my husband was in my top eight? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my top eight was just like a revolving door yeah, of people yeah. that I was just liking at the time or having fights with at the time. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, you know, you, you got your MySpace, but then we obviously moved on to like your YouTube, your mm-hmm. Facebook, your Instagram, yeah. and now it's your TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to watch the transition and to watch different types of people become, I guess, influencers on those platforms as well because I think so many of us aspire to be some kind of influencer in a way because there's some kind of like celebrity status aligned with being an influencer and I feel like yeah. people almost kind of put them on a pedestal yeah we do and idolize them and yeah. want to know what they're doing and you know you know what they're using what they're buying like all of this sort of stuff and I think it's just so wild to, to watch so I mean what's your opinion on the evolution of social media for yourself look I honestly only use social media to connect with family and friends that was initially all yeah. that I used it for Facebook was you know all the people that I went on like Kentucky tour with or all the people I went to high school with it was just yeah. reconnecting with them uh and then I actually didn't wasn't interested in going on to Instagram to be honest back when it first came out and then people were phasing off Facebook and going on to Instagram yeah. I'm like shit I need to keep up with the times yeah now I need to move on to Instagram and again I didn't use it for anything I actually didn't like the whole layout of it yeah. um and then when my business, you know, started to evolve and, and take off a little bit, I noticed that people were using Instagram and sharing a lot of posts and things that other people were putting on there. And I thought, holy crap, they're sharing other people's things. I need to start putting stuff on there so people yeah. can start being influenced by what I'm, what my messaging. Uh, so, you know, I'm very cautious about how, what images I portray on there. Like you'll see me training in my gym with like, in the back of my house with bags and the worst lighting ever. And then you've got the polished, really, you know, extreme kind of best lighting, best makeups, hair slicked back, that sort of thing as well. And it's, there's uh, two extremes, you know, and um, I think we need to be careful that we get a balance of both because if you're constantly consuming the perfection, Mm -hmm. you're going to be chasing this unrealistic, unrealistic, um, version of yourself that's not real that's not actually real you know social media you're a social media manager elaborate on on what that means why are you in that job I mean I love social media and I think we can all sit here and say to some degree we're guilty of putting out content that we have perhaps altered in some way whether it's editing photos or editing videos or even perhaps creating content that might stretch the truth a little bit and you know, it's something that I do in my job, yeah. right? It's it's creating content that essentially sells a product or sells a service. That's what marketing and social media is there for, yeah. essentially, when it comes to business purposes. You know, obviously people use it for social purposes mm-hmm. as well, um, but a lot of people do use it for business purposes, and especially when you kind of create a business online or you kind of get to that influencer status as well, it makes sense to use social media to monetize mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. right? If you've got a following, you might as well use it to make money at the end of the day. Yeah. But, you know, you also got to think about, well, you know, like where is the line between showing up mm-hmm. and being real, mm-hmm. being your authentic self, and where's the line between oversharing? Yeah. Because I feel like there's so many cringe factors 
on social media at the mm-hmm. moment. Like there's so many people that I've had to literally unfollow because I'm like, I, I do can't the same. watch your content. Yeah, like, I do the same. And I think, you know, we're in the, we're in the day and age of, especially Instagram and TikTok where people are just doing whatever it takes to get a like, yeah. to get a share, to get, you know, a brand deal, whatever it might be. And some of it I just watch and I go, what are you doing? Yeah. Like I can't. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to use like some examples that I don't necessarily like mm-hmm. consuming mm-hmm. and that is like say a day in the life of mm-hmm. or what's on my plate. Yes. Or you know, like follow me for my morning routine, yeah. you know, because I can tell you right now when I watch that sort of content, you know, and don't get me wrong, I know some people watch that content and they it really inspires them or they can really align with that sort of content. Mm-hmm. But I watch that sort of content and I go, how you are looking yeah. on camera yeah. during your morning routine, routine. is the complete opposite <laughs> to what I look like yeah. when I actually do my real morning routine. When I get out of bed, I've got no eyelashes mm. on, my hair is in a pineapple on top of my head. Yeah. I'm probably wearing, you know, my oldest set of track pants. Like yeah. I'm not wearing some cute Peter Alexander, you know, exactly or something like that. And it's kind of like I understand that the content that you're trying to create is showcasing somewhat of your authentic life. Yeah, but I don't. But it's not. I don't see that. I, I don't, don't see, see that, that at all. And what you've you've got an app what, 10 minutes before and you've set the camera up to film yourself. <laughs> Putting your makeup on before you actually Climbing out of bed and then you do the stretch and the, you know, the covers go over so nicely. You put your fresh slippers on. Like I don't. And then you pour the lemon water, oh like, you know, God. the apple cider vinegar. Which you know. tastes like <laughs> shit anyway. Like why? I know. And I don't, I, I would love to know, like if anyone out there can comment and let us know, what is it about that sort of content that actually does appeal to you? Because- you know, I think we can both agree that it doesn't appeal to either of us. Um, and that's why I would never create that kind of content yeah. for myself mm-hmm. as well. You know, the kind of content that I create is the kind of content that I like to consume as well. And that's the mixture between, you know, fitness-related stuff, you know, stuff on my my family or mm-hmm. my dogs, um, you know, beauty-related stuff and, and that sort of content. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a day on day on the plate or a day in the life of that sort of stuff. I don't enjoy consuming because I'm so aware that chances are it's very much not authentic. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. And but some people I I because I, I sometimes read these comments, mm-hmm. the comments of people on these sorts of posts, and you know, it's they they get inspiration, they find inspiration in these oh, type of posts. And they want to know well. where you're getting that particular sh- like shoe from, where are those sneakers from, yeah. where is this from, where's that from. One of the ones that I absolutely hate and I cringe a lot at is, is the, um, and I'm, I'm only speaking about this, I speak about this a lot, the thing about mothers where we do the six months in, six months out, mm. the before and afters. And me and you had this really, you know, interesting conversation about that sort of thing where influencers are putting this on their platforms yeah. and it's, and they say, this is not a before and after. They, they put this disclaimer. This is not a before and after. It is a before and after. <laughs> you were pregnant in one and you're no longer pregnant in the other. So it's literally a before and after of yeah. your pregnancy. And they say, you know, I'm not trying to, everyone's journey is different, but you're actually, it's, it's very toxic. You yeah. know, it's very much saying, look at my body. You're showcasing that you've been able to bounce back, you know, mm. something that I've spoken about before, bounce back. And other people don't. We just... We're also completely different and I think it's very dangerous to send that kind of messaging out into the world even if you're not genuinely meaning to do it. Mm. 
And I think they actually do it on purpose, come to think of it, because negative uh, comments are still comments. So people that are commenting, you know, not so, you know, positive comments are still giving that person Mm -hmm. the fuel that they're after. And it's still creating those, you know, those posts going up in people's feeds. So they do it. They're doing it for a reason. Yeah. And I think it's I've got a really close friend that always said that perception is truer than a fact. Mm -hmm. You know, how people perceive you kind of almost means more than the actual truth. Yeah. And I think social media is a great place where you can literally make up any kind of image that you want to betray. Yeah, you can make up a brand, you can make up a business, you can even make up a person. And I see it time and time again, especially with people that I've followed for quite a long time that have kind of transitioned themselves or transitions that transition their business ideas. And I see what they're kind of putting out there now and yeah. I'm like that is not real.